Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 139 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. Today we are talking about the pull-up. I've talked about the old pull-up before. Uh, I, I might be able to find the exact one. I, no, I can find the exact one. And I will also link that episode below. I am sure that there are going to be some bits from that that will be a repeat here. Um, but there is nothing wrong with hearing something again, with maybe hearing it with a different cue or two, because damn, is that sometimes all we need. Like, think of it as if I tell you to lift your right arm to the sky, and then I tell somebody else, lift your right arm to the ceiling, people will view that differently, even though ideally I mean the same thing, lift your right arm up and overhead. So uh, how we hear things can make a big difference. So if you're looking to get your first pull-up, if you're looking to be able to do more pull-ups, if you're looking for some movement advice, all those things are going to be found in today's show. So go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or whatever the heck is going to make you smile and let's dive in. Hey there and welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am your host, Danielle Talley. In this lovely corner of the internet, we will talk about all things movement, from strength training to mobility and yoga. We'll dabble into mindset a little bit. We will most definitely talk about nutrition and, of course, this crazy thing called life. So if any of those topics just made you smile, throw on your headphones, grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee or tea if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, fam, you know the drill. First, we are talking about a sponsor. If we're looking at something like strength building, you gotta look at your nutrition, specifically looking at your protein intake. If you are a fan of coffee, then we're friends. We're automatically friends, but uh, using Shike protein, I think, is a good way to go. It is a coffee-based protein. You're always going to get 20 grams in your full serving. Uh, They have so many different flavors now. There are some newer ones, like one that has kind of like a a sweet cream base, Um, another that is a chai latte. I am forever a fan of the caramel. Vanilla is also really good and OG, but fantastic. So uh, use the code TCY and that will always help you to save. All right, so let's talk about this pull-up thing. If you are trying to get your first pull-up, the first thing that I would recommend that you do is to work on negatives. So basically, do the pull-up in the opposite range of motion. First, let's make sure that we are all on the same page. If you are looking at something like a pull-up bar, if your palm is directly facing away from you, so if you were to look up at your hand and at the bar, you're seeing the back of the hand, the fingernail side, that's going to be your pull-up. If you're looping it around so that your palm is facing more towards you, the back of the hand is away, that's going to be a chin-up. So just we're on the same page, they both fall into a pulling-like motion, um, uh, but there is a difference between the two. 
I would say that a pull-up is harder than a chin-up, but um, neither here nor there. Uh, let's talk about how to get your body up and over the bar. Ideally, whenever you start, you start, and again, I'm going to keep calling, uh, referring this as to the pull-up. I'm going to talk about pull-ups. Um, you're going to be starting at the bottom. So you kind of jump up, your hands grab on, and you're at that little dangle. For you to go through a pull-up, you are pulling your body to where you are getting your head above the line of the bar and then coming back down. A negative pull-up means that you start at the top. I don't care how you get to the top. Kip your way up, meaning you do a little bit of like a hip thrust in order to get the body up there. Step onto a box and then swivel your feet off of it. Step onto the rig, a bench, whatever you need. Start with your body at the top and then try to go down slow. Nice and slow. Now, as you do that, you work through the negative pull-up. Over time, hopefully you can maybe add more reps to it. So maybe at first you're like, oh my God, I could do one and it's like one, two, three, I'm done. And maybe we build up to three at a little bit slower and five at a little bit slower. So building that capacity of a uh, negative Next, I would then work on isometric holds. So as you work through the negative, you're going to find those spots that are the hardest for you. For example, I am way better at holding at the very top than what I am at the middle. And it's even harder for me to be at that spot that's between the middle and the bottom. So for me, it would be the best if I worked on a hold at either the middle or that spot that's right before the bottom. As you go through the negative-like motion, you're going to find that area where your body naturally wants to just go quicker. It wants to get out of the movement. It's like, nope, this is hard. I'm not going slow. That's going to be your hard range. We then want to work your hard range. We want to make your hard range something that is easier to sustain. So being able to hold that area where you are the weakest. Next, I want us to be able to make your scap something stronger. So working through scapular pull-ups, sometimes called scapular shrugs. This is where the pull-up itself initiates. So if I bring my hands up to the bar, that first little bit of a pull where at a dead hang, your shoulders might be lifting up a little bit more to the ears, and then you roll the shoulders down, your arms are still straight. It's just that your scaps are rolling down the back That is where you are in what's called the scap shrug. So just moving through those, up and down, up and down. Again, arms stay straight, scaps roll up, scaps move down, up and down, up and down. Do those so often. Even if your goal is maybe not to get a pull up or you're not too concerned of how many you can or can't do at one time, if you sit in front of a computer, moving your scaps in this way are just a a lovely exercise, so highly recommend. Also making sure that we are moving through that part of the body in just other areas. Let's say that you can't make it to something like a pull-up bar more than two days a week, but your goal is to be able to get pull-ups. Maybe whenever you're doing an at-home workout or uh, we even have them at the studio, at the yoga studio, you do things like banded pull-aparts. Maybe we do some dumbbell rows Maybe you do scat push-ups, still moving that area of the body through its full range of motion, getting that scap to move, getting it stronger, getting it moving. That is going to be helpful. This next tip is one that I think is the most important. If you have a pull-up, 
still work through assisted pull-ups. So I haven't talked about this movement yet. An assisted pull-up means that you're probably using a band, maybe a machine of some fashion, so you're not having to pull your full body weight up. It's kind of taking some of the weight of the body out, right? So let's say if you're looking at bands, not even caring about the color, but if I use a thicker band, it's going to have more resistance, aka it's going to help you more. If I use a really thin band, it's going to have less resistance, aka it's going to help you less than the thicker band, right? Now let's say that you already have a pull-up. I strongly recommend that you still use, you still move through assisted pull-ups. And this is something that I did not do for years. And I'm actually going to pick on some of the CrossFit community in this realm. Uh, whenever you're in something like, like you're doing a workout and let's say you're in your box at CrossFit and the workout has something that's like four rounds and there's 10 pull-ups each round you know that you can consistently do three pull-ups at a time. So you're like, cool, I'm just going to do three sets of three and throw that single in wherever I can, right? That's like like your goal to go into it. Well, obviously there are other movements that are part of the equation and that pull-up number is probably going to go down and you're probably then not moving through a full range of motion, aka you're getting no rep. I would instead prefer you to use a band even though you can do pull-ups. And fun fact, Mr. Matt Frazier, if you're in the CrossFit community, you know who I'm talking about. If you're not, he won the CrossFit Games the most out of any human that has ever lived. Um, uh, from the little that I know and have read, he seems like an awesome guy. He now does a lot of uh, coaching work. And one of the things that he talked about on maybe his own YouTube channel or whenever he was interviewed is that he does banded pull-ups. The man that is ranked as the fittest on earth, the man that can beat anybody in a workout that I've ever met, uh, is his range of what he is capable of is insane. From running fast to lifting fast to gymnastics, whatever, he can move the body well. And he still moves through banded pull-ups. He still moves through banded pull-ups. Why? Because it's important to still get your body moving through its full range of motion at a higher set of capacity whenever it comes to something that is this skill-like strength movement. So for example, I can probably do, I don't know, I would say five strict pull-ups without having to come down. And whenever I say strict, by the way, that means that there's no kip. So I'm hanging at the bottom, I pull my body up, I bring it back down. If I was to do something like three sets of 10, not in a Metcon, so not like for time or anything like that, but just three sets of 10, and I'm maybe mixing that in with something else, I would rather me use a band to get through that full set of 10 without having to drop then me doing something like, okay, I'm going to do five and then rest. I'm going to do three and then rest. I'm going to do two and then rest. Using bands is okay. Giving yourself the assistance is okay. Especially because the likeliness that you start to drop out of your full range of motion is, is very, very high. Think of it like this. If I was to give you a three by ten and ask you to complete ten strict pull-ups, my goal for you is to do them unbroken. So I don't want you to break them up. I would, if anything, rather you think of it as you breaking them up is the scale. 
you using a band is you then doing it as prescribed or in the CrossFit world, RX. No, a banded pull-up is not RX, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. The goal at hand is to move the muscle through that range of motion 10 times. Not to do it 5, 3, 2, etc. Make sense? Now, my last tip for you. If you are trying to get your first pull-up, or maybe you're trying to do more pull-ups at once, is to do pull-ups more often. <laughs> last week, I talked about consistency. And I talked about how can you add a bit of sparkle? Because even though the title of the episode is called How to Make Consistency Glamorous, I kind of did that to reel you in. Consistency is not glamorous. But I do believe that you can add this little bit of sparkle so that it does become more glamorous. I saw a reel and there was a woman that said her goal was to be able to do three pull-ups. And she said that she got a pull-up bar and she put the pull-up bar at the door frame before she would get into the laundry room. And she made herself, every time that she entered into the laundry room, attempt to do one pull-up. She, in the comments or in the description uh, caption, there we go, she said that she didn't realize how often at first she went into the damn laundry room. And at first she was getting annoyed because she was like, shit, I feel like I'm having to do so many of these. It wasn't really that it was that many, but if it's a day that she's not working through pull-ups and let's say she did three, she went into the laundry room three times, that's still three more. She said that way sooner than what she was, than what she thought she was able to, I don't have the information written down exactly, she was able to hit three. And I think it was like within her two month span, she hit five, just completely unbroken, did five of them. And it's not that she was going through some crazy hard pull-up workout, she wasn't hitting her body to an unhealthy fatigue. My goal whenever I say to do more pull-ups is not meaning that you should program for yourself how many pull-ups you should do in a day. No. But man, if you're at the gym and you're warming up and you try to do one, that's awesome. Like, good job. You did one. Cool. Move on. <laughs> don't, don't put too much emphasis on, um, into it. But at the same time, don't neglect it completely. Even if it is that you're doing maybe a bench press day, you're doing bench press, you're doing some form of row work, um, uh, and it's, let's say, a bunch of other accessory-like things, and pull-ups aren't into the mix. Maybe you do two. Maybe you're like, okay, I'm going to do that isometric hold thing. Let me do one negative. Let me see where my sticky spot is. I'm going to try to hold that sticky spot as long as what I can three times. That's not you putting this crazy amount of time into the movement. That's not you doing something to an unhealthy uh, um, range or capacity, but that is you building that consistency in. Maybe getting something like the pull-up bar that you could put into any door frame in your house, that's a way for you to add in your own little sparkle. Give yourself your own little surprise activity. All right, every time that I go to into the laundry room, I am going to try one. Cool. Good job. Kudos to you. I hope that these have helped. Um, I also want you to remember that pull-ups are not easy. It is a hard skill, period. So as a reminder, uh, if we are looking to get our pull-up, the first thing that I want you to do is work through negatives. The second thing I want you to do is to go through some isometric holds. Next up, we're going to do scapular pull-ups or scap shrugs. 
I also want you to make sure that you are still moving your scaps. If you do not have the ability to get to a barbell or to get to a pull-up bar, still make sure that you are moving that part of the body. We also want to make sure that you are moving through a full range of motion. Using things like bands is a okay. And then last but not least, make sure that you are doing pull-ups. And if you are having difficulty with figuring out what to do when, so let's say you're like, damn, I haven't even tried to do a pull-up in three months, then let's work together. Uh, I have different options from three to five days a week. You can be in a gym. You can be at home. It doesn't matter. TCY Strength is for you. If you peep the show notes, you can see the link to my website. Click on the Strength page. All the information is there. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next Tuesday, namaste and slay boo thing. <laughs>